Great. So welcome back, uh, Ryan, to the GovIT podcast uh, and uh, everyone joining us. I'm Julian, your host, and I have Ryan Heath, my co-host. And Ryan, we've uh, you've been on a bit of a tech journey recently during our break. Do you want to uh, give us the scoop on that? Yeah, Julian. I mean, you're right. It's uh, been you know quite the uh, tech adventure for sure. You know, I had the chance to attend the recent uh, Sienna tech showcase called Vectors. Uh, it was a pretty spectacular event. You know, packed with engaging discussions and amazing demos. Awesome. That sounds uh, that sounds like an amazing experience, and uh, I'm sure a pleasure uh, to be around. Uh, our colleagues at Siena, they're, they're really great people to work with. Um, so you'll be taking us through the future of enterprise cloud networking, quantum area, I'm sorry, quantum era secure networking, multi-layer network operations, and a few other things. So what's going to be our starting point for this, this tour? You know, I think the best place to start is the uh, first session I intended, uh, realizing the next generation of enterprise cloud networking. You know, the session was a deep dive how enterprises can use you know networking technologies to make the uh, the cloud operations even smoother. So that sounds like um, a key a key session. Uh, from what you've told me, the focus is on the the idea that there needs to be more flexible, dynamic, uh, and scalable network solutions. Is that is that would you say that's what stood out to you the most? Um, yeah, absolutely. You know, and you know the future of cloud networking, you know, kind of promises more flexibility and the automation aspect of it. And you know, enabling federal agencies, and you know, especially on the DoD side, to adopt rapidly changing mission commands uh, is very beneficial. Um, you know, we also kind of discovered or kind of talked through the software-defined networking aspect of it. You know, you know, the cloud revolutionizes how the federal networks can be managed. You know, allowing for more, more efficient deployment uh, of resources, which was great. Um, you know, a big benefit was the cost effectiveness, kind of leveraging the next gen. Uh, you know, SD-WAN and networking technologies that really kind of reduce the capital expenditures and operation expen expenses that they uh, they currently see, um, especially when you, you know, are looking at a very large uh, network that they have to maintain. Um, that's been very hardware centric and, um, you know, very hard to kind of update. Just the, the budgets for these, you know, nowadays are, are getting extremely large. So taking that kind of out of the picture right. uh, really kind of helps them use the capital that they can to you know, move to the cloud and uh, just come a lot faster and more secure. So there are four points that, that we tend to talk about a lot, you know, regardless of what our, our, our topic of conversation is, and that's um, cost effectiveness, which you, you kind of just touched on, uh, security, scalability, and performance, um, particularly in security. Uh, what do we have to look forward to uh, based on, you know, the, the event that you went to? Oh, well, you know, one big point was kind of cloud native technologies are, are paving the way for the next generation of network services kind of reducing the overhead and improving the security, um, you know, the enhanced security that comes with that. Then the next gen cloud networking, you know, can kind of provide the advanced security features, uh, which are really essential, you know, for providing sensitive government data, protecting that data. This, uh, you know, includes micro segmentation, encryption, AI driven threat detection mechanisms uh, that can kind of help guard, you know, or sell, really safeguard the federal networks against cyber threats. And so you mentioned AI. I mean, that's another topic that we touched on a lot uh, in season one. Um, can you provide more details about how AI will be leveraged? Yeah. So the use of you know AI and machine learning and network management can help predict and you know, prevent issues before the, uh, they really impact the mission critical operations. You, know, you also have you know the investment of the five G technologies. Um, federal and DoD customers you know can really expect 
you know, data transfers and improved connectivity, supporting the growing needs of the remote uh, operations that they have. Let's dig a little bit more into uh, security. I mean, that's always one of the, the, the most important things that we need to cover um, in, in any uh, technology or uh, development that we're discussing. Um, you went to a session titled Protecting Your Business Today and the Quantum Era with Secure Networking. That sounds really interesting, the quantum era. Can we talk a little bit about that? Uh, yeah. You know, so, you know, quantum era with kind of, you know, securing the network. Uh, using a quantum uh, resistant algorithms, you know, is really essential for securing the federal and DOD network side um, in the future. You know, providing potential, you know, quantum computing attacks, uh, which we're really kind of seeing a, a large increase of uh, with an ever-evolving, you know, threat landscape. Being proactive, you know, threat detection, real-time uh, response are critical. So securing networking or um, net. Secure networking now, you know, incorporates AI, machine learning technologies for you know, cyber threat detection, uh, encryption traffic. Uh, you know, both the network layer and the application layer is a must on the federal and DoD side for all applications. Um, CNA has the ability to encrypt from layer zero and utilizing a quantum key generator. Um, they were able to show how to encrypt metro networks that were resistant to quantum computing attacks and capable of supporting 800 plus gigs of data transfer for mission critical applications. And you also got to look at um, Sienna's new wave server innovations, which are uh, aimed at modernizing core networks for deployments at scale. Pretty awesome little box they have there. Um, so it has the ability to scale to 1.6 terabytes of you know, data rate transfer, uh, has increased uh, higher line rates across even the longer links that they uh, provide. Uh, the new uh, pluggable opticals, you know, with increased capacity um, in their standard and nano formats, so even their small little guys. The low latency wire speed encryption uh, for high secured uh, in-flight data protection, so that kind of zero line protection again. With the coherent optical technologies that they're developing, uh, WaveServer offers superior network performance, even over the long distances, um, you know, on the submarine side even, uh, supporting far-fetching federal and DOD operations. So, you know, in that scenario, you can kind of think of really large you know, bases, camps, um, in the middle of the, kind of the, the desert, you know, style operations. You know, the platform is really built from security features that can add extra layers of protection for those, you know, sensitive uh, data traffic. So we've touched on scalability and security and cost effectiveness. So what can we look forward to around performance? The final session uh, you mentioned was achieving ultra high speed enterprise data migration to the cloud, which we kind of, you know, talked about a little bit um, so far, but can you dig in a little bit more and give us some key points? Yeah. So, you're, you know, the data migration at high speeds can, you know, reduce downtime during the transition to the cloud, you know, min minimizing the disruption to, to federal and DOD operations. Um, you know, rapid data migration capabilities are crucial for disaster recovery, backups, ensuring, you know, quick recovery for, you know, federal services, um, efficient Cloud data migrations, you know, can, can facilitate the uh, operation of hybrid uh, cloud architectures, which is very important these days. Um, kind of offering, you know, flexibility, resilience, you know, across the board um, for all the networks. The ability to move, you know, large volumes of data quickly is beneficial for big data applications, um, enabling real-time analytics and decision making. Um, definitely see this with a lot of the uh, larger organizations. Uh, within the federal network space that are moving from that, you know, on-prem 
to the cloud and all that data that they've had for years and years and years, you know, it does take a lot of uh, time and space to, to move that data. Um, and then just careful planning and management of the data migration uh, are really essential to you know ensure the data integrity and security during the migration process. Right. That's always one of our, uh, another one of our key points planning. I mean, that's, that's where the secret is right to, to making a successful ventures of any of these uh, technologies. So as we wrap up, um, why don't we do some key takeaways from, from what you, uh, what you saw at um, Sienna Vectors? Yep. So I was really impressed with, you know, Sienna's MCP uh, application, which is their manage control and plan. Um, it really, you know, amplifies the management aspect now. It increases the features and functionalities, um, and they look very promising. Uh, and it would be able to replace a lot of the third-party utilities used today. Um, smaller form factors across the board with increased capacity. Um, some of the instances, they can double the line rates. And they've been kind of doing this over, you know, the last decade, every few years. They've been able to double their optics. So having, you know, pluggable optics with a billion gates on a single board, which is really impressive to see. You know, it kind of demonstrates the Sienna R&D capabilities and just being a leader in that space. And, and you also, so we talked about WaveServer, uh, the WaveServer um, technology. What other uh, core product developments uh, can we look forward to? Uh, you know, still increasing the development on the 6500s across the board. I mean, obviously, the, the WaveServer, um, a lot of uh, focus on the MCP uh, product line um, and their new plug pluggable optics. Um, and, you know, the, I guess the last takeaway th through all this that was impressive, um, just going through the experience with Sienna here, was they put us all in small groups across different business sectors. Um, and, you know, being able to talk through different points of view from other organizations of what they see, how they, uh, you know, what are their concerns, uh, was very nice to kind of have different um, subject, you know, topics to talk throughout the week. And, you know, as a team, we went through all the different events together, all the sessions uh, and even all the after hour events uh, together. So it was just nice to have those kind of discussions where you wouldn't typically have on a day to day. Yeah. That sounds really interesting uh, to be able to, to be able to talk to, um, you know, people who are facing some of the same kinds of challenges, but in different fields um, because mm -hmm. we, we often get stuck in these like siloed uh, myopic ways of looking at, at all of our problems. And so we miss a lot of creative solutions that could be out there. So that sounds, uh, sounds like it was a really great opportunity. Absolutely. So great. thanks for the insights, uh, Ryan. It's good to be back with you after our, our long break. And um, that brings us to the end of another very informative uh, episode and exciting episode of the GovIT podcast. Um, we'd love to know what you guys have to think about or what you guys have to say about this. So definitely drop some comments uh, below and um, we hope you found the episode enlightening. Thanks again, Ryan, for being here with me. Thank you. And also like, share and subscribe so that you don't miss uh, another one of our episodes. And we look forward to seeing you guys again soon. Have a great day.